Blog Talk Radio. We believe in the American way, and we built this country called the USA, and we fly our flag because we're proud and free, we're Americans. Red, white, and blue is our way of life. Never back down from a challenge or a fight Nature provides, God gives the rights We're Americans Make up America It's amazing America Welcome to our Convention of States podcast That Provident Article This podcast series is a weekly discussion Concerning the fifth article of the United States Constitution the amending provision, with a general view on the phrase Convention for Proposing Amendments and specific focus on the Convention of States project. My name is Paul Hodson. I am the co-director here in the great state of Texas. Each week we meet to educate ourselves on Article 5 to promote the Convention of States project and its use of Article 5 to reign in our federal government. For more information regarding the Convention of States project, I invite you to visit www.conventionofstates.com Later in the show, if opportunity allows, our call-in number is 914-205-5632. Further contact information is available at blogtalkradio.com for that Provident article. We want to thank Madison Rising, America's most patriotic rock band, endorsers of the Convention of State Project, for the use of all the music here on our episodes of That Provident Article. Please visit their website at www.madisonrising.com. And a quick review as we begin our show, Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution is available there in full on blogtalkradio.com on our site. We particularly look at that phrase, Convention for Proposing Amendments, as initiated by the applications of two-thirds of the state's legislatures. And we want to point out the subject matter of our application at the Convention of States Three points, impose fiscal restraints on the federal government, limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and limit the terms of office for its officials and for members of Congress. And good morning, everyone, here on February 13th, 2016. All you patriots out there who listen, this is a different type of episode. I have not done a true live episode before, I don't think. We're going to do a a call-in an open lines type of show. I also have a lot of fill. Um, I have anticipated this might be coming up, although I did not state that last week. We had something else planned, but I, I thought circumstances on the ground here might change that, and they certainly did. All for the good, even though here in Texas, uh, those in leadership are exhausted. We've had an exhausting but incredibly productive but also emotional week. Uh, we have national implications for for a lot of the activity that's been going on here in Texas. I want to first open up, though, with we want to remember our, our friend, our legislator, and his family. Our thoughts and prayers continue to lift him up. Uh, many members of the executive team and, and people uh, are supporters and district captains from around the area in Sugarland and Houston area where, where he lives, his home district attended the funeral for his wife Babs yesterday. We didn't actually get back into the Dallas area until, uh, we we all didn't get home until early, early this morning, probably about one o'clock in the morning for everyone. So if we sound a little tired, um, you can understand why. And it's been a very emotional time for us here in Texas. Um, but let me go ahead and continue on. 
the call in line. Anybody wants to call in, you can jump in anytime. The number is 914-205-5632. Let me cover some national news, some true national news, and just a little bit of update of where we're at. Uh, Virginia has passed in committee this past week, and there is a, a chance probably some point this coming week and perhaps even as early as Tuesday, right after the holiday, Virginia will be voting uh, on the floor on our legislation. We also are hearing that Nebraska is getting ready to vote on the floor and Nebraska being a unicameral, uh, unicameral legislature, one house, and we need some support there. There, there are some folks who are beginning to uh, waver on their support, so we're, we're asking if you have the time, Contact some legislature, legislators in Nebraska. There's been postings on the Convention of State site. If you need to find some specifics on who to contact, make a call. You know, it's a good question that we get. Uh, I had a, one of our uh, district captains yesterday ask us, because he had called into Nebraska. And, of course, they will ask you, where are you from? And if you, know, you want to be honest, you're from Texas, and, and you know, a, a, a staff member or staff aide may ask, why are you calling into Nebraska? This is not an issue which concerns you. And, and our answer needs to be this does concern us. This is a federal issue which affects me as a, as a uh, United States citizen here in Texas or if I lived in California or if I lived in Montana. The vote in Nebraska affects me, and that's why I'm calling, and that's why I'm asking you to support the legislation there in Nebraska just like I'm going to support it here in my state in Texas or my state in Montana. It is a federal issue. We are highly, uh, highly um, influenced and, of course, affected by legislation as it passes around the nation on this issue. So I think that catches us up with where we're at uh, nationwide on the bills. Uh, more committee hearings and such coming up in the, in the next week or so. If you really want to keep up to date and know what's happening, you can always – friend or look for Stuart Collins on Facebook. He posts everything and has a nice map if you want to see what's uh, what's going on and what's moving where. Okay, on to our week here at uh, in Texas and the national implications. So let me start with Tuesday morning. Uh, out here in Texas, we have an organization called the Texas Public Policy Foundation. They are a, a state-focused constitutional slash Tenth Amendment policy organization. They are the largest one in the country, and, and they are the most influential one of these types of organizations in the country. As such, they have a great deal of uh, leverage with other states. They, they are known as leaders in this area. We have been working with them for several years. Uh, one of our friends there, Thomas Lindsay, came and testified last, last session uh, on several occasions. He testified for us in the House testified for us at the Senate, um, fantastic lawyer who knows Tenth Amendment inside out, knows Article 5 inside out, and knows Convention of States inside out. They've created a full-time position of Article 5 project coordinator. Position's not yet filled, but the, uh, the point there is that they are going to be working not just in Texas, but nationwide in working with all these other state policy organizations and with governors and their staffs in trying to push not just Article 5, but they are focusing on the Convention of States project. We want to thank them. We are uh, so happy that they are on board and working with us 
here in Texas working with Governor Abbott. Of course, Governor Abbott's announcement uh, on June 8th was at the Texas Public Policy Foundation uh, symposium, which they held, their, their orientation they hold every year. And that's been fantastic for us here in Texas. It's also fantastic around the nation. So we'll move on along. Uh, and a lot of this has to do, Mark, Mark Meckler had been in town, uh, actually in the state in Texas, uh, in Austin, up to Dallas where we are, back down to Austin. We happened to cross paths multiple times as we were crisscrossing the state. Uh, Mark was meeting with the Texas Public Policy Foundation. Then he flew up to Dallas and, and had a meeting. At, but the, the big event Tuesday evening in Dallas was a town hall event with both Mark and Senator Tom Coburn, our, our senior advisor to the project. We were there. This event was packed. The event was at a beautiful, beautiful venue, a Museum of Biblical Art in Dallas, a little bit north Dallas. And we had 300 seats all filled, and there was standing room only. At one point, our videographer said he, he counted the max capacity at about 380 people. Both uh, First, the event was actually opened by uh, Janine Turner, who works with a group called Constituting America, uh, is, is uh, friends and business relationship with uh, our, uh, our co-director here, Tamara Colbert. And Tamara was able to line Janine up to come and speak just for seven minutes, very concise. And one of the great, great lines that Janine was able to deliver as she focused on the Constitution is that you know, she loves the Constitution, she loves Article 5, and she is not afraid of Article 5. And that was the perfect line to say because we did have some opposition there, and we'll talk about that as, as we discuss the event. Tom and Mark then gave about seven to ten-minute remarks uh, off the cuff, and uh, then it was opened up for questions and answers. And, and that's really where they wanted to focus, and they are they are learning that this is a valuable time to – have questions and answers and deal with the audience and help them out and help them to understand, really meet the people with what they're actually thinking rather than just present, here's something, we're going to lay it out for you. There were a lot of good questions. There was opposition there. Uh, an opposition group had uh, made some fuss that they were going to be there, uh, but it was a very cordial meeting until the end. Then there was a very rude uh, person who, who stood and personally attacked Tom Coburn, uh, but by that point, uh, the message had been sent, and uh, she was uh, she hung herself basically is what uh, one of our district captains, actually one of our regional captains who was standing back there, said let let her he he let her go on, and and we did not take the mic away, let her hang herself. Uh, Tom put her in her place. I say all this. Uh, Mark told us the next morning. Mark Meckler told us the next morning one of the best events they've ever done. They want the video out. I don't believe it's out yet, but that video will be available. Um, just a great time there in Dallas, a great time of interaction. Now, the behind the scenes on that, and I, I will share just a little bit, and again, there will be another video on this. The events uh, organizer, the, the person that we worked with, uh, has been a member of one of the main opposition groups, one of the main conservative opposition groups. And late last year, she converted over. She was convinced after meeting with Tom and Mark and having all her, her questions answered. And she's got quite a story to tell. And uh, Mark did an interview with her after, after the meeting. And 
Once the audio is cleaned up or perhaps even some subtitles uh, put on there, that is going to be posted as well, and, and that is going to be a great opportunity for all of us nationwide to speak to some of these folks in, in the opposition groups and you know, let them know, here, if, if you come to grips with the truth and if you go ahead and pursue it uh, with an open mind, uh, go ahead and understand how Article 5 works. There's nothing to be afraid of. And uh, just a very, very encouraging story from, from this uh, lady who was working in, in organizing the event. And we think something that will be incredibly profitable. Okay, so that was Tuesday evening. And we didn't finish until, I don't know, I think that, that event we left around 9.30 from the event, which meant I got home about 10.30 and needed to be in Austin at 8 o'clock in the morning. And that's a three-hour trip. So I was up at 3 in the morning getting ready to – or I think it was about 3 in the morning – getting ready to head down to Austin because to get there, you want to avoid traffic. Why were we in Austin? Because we had a meeting with the governor's staff, with his, his, his top uh, – uh, what do you call them? The, the legislative uh, and – I want to make sure I get this right. I'm looking at my notes, and I'm sorry I'm winging this, folks. It has been an incredibly busy week. Um, meeting with really his main legislators, his legal advisors, folks who had worked on the Texas plan. Now, the great news about this event, uh, this meeting, is that our representative, Rick Miller, was there and kept the, uh, kept the appointment. And that's why we've held off a little bit on, on announcing what was going on, the, the death of uh, Representative Miller's wife. Uh, we thought might uh, – in fact, we, we expected that to, to be a postponement of that meeting. Representative Miller kept the meeting, and he was fantastic. I, I can't tell you what an encouragement it was to see him you know, just a, a week away from, from his wife's passing, and he led that meeting. It was not us leading that meeting. He had his notes ready, things we wanted to discuss. He already had ready in advance, even though we did not get a chance to – coordinate with him like he normally would uh, because of all the other events. Uh, it was a godsend that uh, we were all on the same page without having a preparatory meeting. Uh, fantastic meeting with the governor's staff. We can say unequivocally the Governor Abbott's staff and the governor is on board with us. Um, they have addressed some, some things that, that we wanted to have uh, discussed and uh, Governor Abbott, we, we all agreed that Governor Abbott is the best person to have out in front of this on the states because of his experience as Attorney General here in Texas and suing the federal government for their overreach uh, at least 31 times, uh, leading the charge for the states. And he is now able to be out in front as the governor pushing this, and he is working with the Texas Public Policy Foundation and with the Convention of States, already working with some other governors around the states where our legislation is in motion, uh, using that bully pulpit and using that experience and, uh, of course, his vast in-depth knowledge as a lawyer and as someone who's actually legislated um, – not legislated, I'm sorry – litigated these types of cases uh, at the state level. Uh, he can speak from experience, and he can speak from a great deal of knowledge, and he can speak from a great deal of conviction that Article 5 – is the method we want to use to rein in the federal government. Well, our day wasn't done there. When we went down to Austin, we don't uh, 
when we make a trip to Austin, we like to, to make the most of our time. We also had a chance to meet with the lieutenant governor's staff and his team. Uh, we encouraged some coordination with the governor's office, and uh, they were in agreement that that's already taking place. And, of course, we asked here, here in Texas uh, the push we need to the Senate comes from the lieutenant governor's office. And the lieutenant governor gave us great help late in our session last year, and uh, they promised again to, to work with us. So we've made some, some great contacts. We have been hoping and working for these meetings for uh, two years now. And here we are. They both happened on the same day. Uh, just a fantastic time we had down in Austin this week. Again, the national implications are uh, Texas, even though we aren't in session this year, being out in front, taking the lead because of Governor Abbott's actions on January 8th, because of the Texas plan, uh, the full compatibility his, his plan and his nine proposed amendments have with our application, uh, the the uh, amount of leverage he can apply, not just in Texas, but around the nation. Uh, very, very helpful. And if you have any questions, you can certainly call in now or you can contact us here in Texas, anywhere around the nation. We would love to give you uh, some advice or to, to put you in contact with folks who can help you. If, if you need some type of pressure, um, we can try and work those angles. Uh, we would love to help out our folks around the nation who are working this this session. And we we also took some time while we were down in uh, in Austin to meet with some other key legislative staff. And when I, I state that that way on purpose, one because it's factually true. We we meet with staff most of the time we're down there. We did, we rarely get to meet with our legislators. They they are busy and a, a lot of times, especially not in session, they aren't even there. But it is extremely valuable. I've, I've stressed this over and over, not only on our episodes here on that Provident article, but to our team in Texas, get to know the staff of your legislators. Those are the folks you're going to be working with. And get on a first-name basis with them. They should, At some point, they should know who you are, who you represent, um, and they – can relay a lot of great information to us about what the legislator is doing, and they will relay information from us to the legislator. So we had meetings, some great meetings with some key folks, people who will probably be involved in, in sponsoring, co-sponsoring, uh, or just putting pressure on so, some other various uh, ancillary bills which may be attached to what we're doing. Very, very helpful. Anytime you get a chance to in-person meet with folks, that is the best way to convey what's going on. Far better than just a, even a, an email or a phone call, though those are helpful. All right, we want to wrap up our, our, uh, our news with uh, Friday, which was an, uh, partly an enjoyable day, a day of celebration for uh, Rick Miller's wife, Babs Miller. We had uh, members here from the DFW area, as I said earlier, go on down for the for the celebration, the memorial service, which was uh, absolutely uh, a blessing, um, just a, a fantastic time. And uh, even during the reception time, uh, we met up with one of our uh, one of our legislative friends who was on committee in the House, and he asked us a question. You know, he he decided to talk business. That wasn't necessarily what what our plan was, but he wanted to know what our reaction was to Governor Abbott's announcement. 
and it was uh, it was very encouraging to us to realize that he was taken aback when when we were able to say what, that we had already met with the governor's staff. So the presence of convention of states, the impact it is having in state legislatures, is uh, palpable when you see on their eyes that they are not aware of just how much influence and how much visibility we are getting high up the chain in the political spectrum. This legislator, legislator also shared with us, remembering a meeting last, last year during session at his local office that our district captain at the time had, had taken. I, we think it was about 10 volunteers, but this legislator uh, seems to remember it was 20. He said his office was packed, and that, that meeting left an impression on him. And, of course, we eventually got a, a favorable vote from this committee member uh, and on the floor as well, and, and he well remembers us. Uh, and that is, again, encouraging. Meet your legislators when you can. Speak with them. You know, Act kindly with them. We, our, our, our motto, be nice. Uh, continue to do that. It goes a long ways. And making those personal connections is invaluable. And uh, just the fact that he remembered who we are, he remembered what was going on, uh, he's I think there is great impression on us being at the funeral. You don't see citizen activist groups showing up. We we have always said we're like a family, an extended family. We've we've applied that just to our own state leadership team here. Uh, I know uh, just being on conference calls with the state leaders around around the nation here with Convention of States, they all feel the same way. We did not know how that would extend uh, at this point. To our actual legislative sponsors, and uh, we have found out that that is just as true. We we've taken Representative Rick Miller under our wing and and uh, encouraged him, and we will continue to encourage him uh, as the grief continues to settle in on, on losing uh, not just his wife but his his true confidant. Uh, we were amazed to find out just how active Babs was in the legislature, and uh, he's going to miss her as an advisor and. Uh, we have some gaps we need to fill in for our dear friend Rick Miller. Uh, we want to remember him again. I haven't seen any phone calls come in. I've had the opportunity to ramble for seems like uh, at least 20 minutes, which is uh, I thought that could happen. I can ramble pretty well at times. Any calls, any questions folks want to have? We are greatly encouraged here in Texas. I know we have gotten lots of questions over the last six, seven, eight weeks. Where is the governor with us on this? We knew some information we couldn't share. There's other information uh, we weren't quite aware of, and, and uh, we needed to wait. We needed to wait until the meeting happened. Uh, we can say that uh, the governor and his staff are well aware of who we are and are working with us. Uh, we think that's going to be fantastic for both sides. It's going to help him with the great grassroots support he's going to get from our supporters, and uh, certainly having the governor behind us and a governor of of his caliber uh, behind our efforts, not just in Texas, but nationwide, is going to be of great benefit to all involved, not just with the Convention of States, but realize this is a great benefit to our nation. That's, that's what we're fighting for is liberty and for the restoration of our republic, restoring the rule of law, as Governor Abbott puts it, and, and that's a great way to restore the foundation of our nation, restore the Constitution. I'll give it a few more moments, uh, see if anybody wants to call in. Perhaps nobody's listening today. Perhaps my voice is still recovering from my cold and our long week. Uh, other than that, 
wish everybody a happy President's Day weekend. Uh, be safe out there if you are traveling. I know as we were traveling back from uh, Sugarland and, and the Houston area last week, we or last night, we stopped at the a really large um, gas station place called Bucky's here in Texas. And uh, as one of our members remarked, it seems like everybody in Texas was there last night at, at 9.30 at night. Uh, it was packed, so lots of folks traveling. Keep safe as you travel. Spend time with your family. Uh, get your batteries recharged like we're going to do here and be ready to go again as, as we continue this fight for liberty. With that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play us out, our outro with Madison Rising and the Star Spangled Banner. And thank you once again for listening to that Provident article. We appreciate your listening. My name is Paul Hodson. I'm the co-director here in Texas, the Convention of States Project. We want to thank Madison Rising for all the music that they provide here, our intro and outro. Go out to their website, www.madisonrising.com. We invite you also to go out to our Convention of States website, www.conventionofstates.com. We want to thank the Convention of States Project, Mark Meckler, founder and president, Citizens for Self-Governance, Michael Ferris, head of the Convention of States Project, and a big, big thank you to our entire Texas Convention of States team. And we invite you to join us again next week for another episode of That Provident Article. <laughs>